Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for joining. Today is a uh, solo episode, and we're going to talk about um, basically the IPOs that launched this week, uh, two major ones. And if you guys have been paying attention to the news, you've probably seen this. This is probably not a surprise, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about. It really just a blockbuster IPO week for two different stocks um, and two companies that most of you, especially the folks that listen to this type of podcast, probably have heard of uh, Airbnb, which is the app. Uh, you know, it's an app, it's a platform uh, where you can go on and find you know, rental properties. Uh, and it's what a lot of people have been using, you know, heavily during COVID who are working remote and want to go work remote somewhere, you know, in a different spot or, or a cool place. And, and if you're watching this video, by the way, I apologize that I'm wearing the rattiest shirt of all time. It's one of my favorite shirts I've ever owned and I refuse to throw it out. It's coming to the end of its life and um, I am rocking it today. So ignore that if you're listening to this. But anyway, Thank you for listening. Um, it's, this one is going to just be to the point, and it's going to be a little bit of a story storytelling because um, I know some folks who, um, you know, they're learning a lesson that I learned a few years ago uh, through uh, this part of investing in IPOs. So, if you guys have listened to this podcast, um, there was an episode earlier on uh, this year that went into IPOs, how they work. Um, so if you, I'm not going to go deep into the how an IPO works in this episode, uh, but if you haven't listened to that, please go back, check that one out. Um, that was a good one. And that one really gives you kind of the, the rundown of, um, you know, the workings that go on behind um, launching an IPO and, and what happens in that. So um, going forward with Airbnb and... Um, and I apologize, I just lost my, my entire train of thought, but going forward with uh, Airbnb and DoorDash, the two that were uh, IPOing this week that have done so well, um, you know, they, they hit something uh, that is called, a, you know, you can call it a lot of different things. Uh, there's, some, there's another podcast, I'm a big fan of uh, Robin Hood Snacks, if you guys listen to that, they're a great finance podcast as well. Uh, they called it the Double Double, and I, I wanted to hit on that. I think that's a, it's a really good good way to explain what's happening over the last couple of days. So we'll dive into that. Um, and we'll also dive into the kind of the why um, behind uh, the ability for these companies to um, make the jumps they've made, um, go a little bit into uh, how these structures at IPOs work. So we're gonna, we'll start off there. Um, so I think if you guys go back and listen, or if you have listened and you know a little bit more about um, the IPO process, when companies uh, file for an IPO, most of the time there's a what's called an underwriter or an investment bank that's involved, and they're there to, um, you know, help evaluate the company. So how much they go through and um, make the decision by doing lots of different financial modeling, um, talking with the companies and learning the ins and outs of their business. Uh, there's lots of things that I dove into. Um, but essentially it gets to a company valuation. So the worth of a company in dollars. And once the underwriting process is complete, and usually there's a road show, and usually towards the end is when the IPO date is coming. So for example, this week when Airbnb and DoorDash were coming, what usually happens is uh, the underwriters, part of the deal they get for underwriting um, 
the company's valuation is they also get some of the initial shares. So they, you know, they negotiate um, a component of that. They get shares in this company before they go public. And what we've seen this week, which is exciting for Airbnb and exciting for DoorDash, is a lot of excitement, right? We, we obviously, if you've, if you've seen the stocks, both of them are up way more than anyone thought they were going to jump on their IPO week, which for them, for the people who own either of those two stocks, they've made a lot of money this week. Good for them. It's exciting stuff. Um, but what people get frustrated with, and this is a lesson that I learned uh, early on in my investment career, is I always wanted to jump in the moment it was public so I could get my hands on some early shares. Uh, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. But I think a lot of people don't know the why it doesn't work. Um, and now it's funny. Now it's something and maybe you know I'll continue to learn and continue to do my own research and test things. But usually now IPOs are something I stay far away from. Um, I've been burned by them before. I like to see the stock go public, let the market react, see what ha what happens, whether it's up or down, and then reevaluate, knowing everything about the company at that point uh, and where the valuation settled in the public market. That's what I like to do. Um, but what happens is to back up a little bit, these investment banks get their hands on these shares, and um, you know they can then sell these shares before they're available to all of us on the public markets. And when they do that, a lot of times they drive the price up. So, you know, when they're doing this selling preemptively before it's, they're available publicly on the market, what they can do is they can go from a valuation being here to now their shares because of the supply and demand of people wanting their shares gets the actual share price to here. So then when you and I jump in the next day, the price is up here for the same stock that within a few months went from, you know, private valuation to off the market valuation to public valuation. And all, for us from the valuation date to when we can get our hands on it, knowing that most people don't have the money, the resources or the connections to actually uh, get access to those early shares, um, we can miss out on a lot of things. And especially on companies like these two this week where they popped, they blew up uh, and they saw a tremendous amount of growth quickly in the, in the public markets. Um, a lot of us missed out on a majority of those gains. And that can be very frustrating. But unfortunately, that is the way the IPO process works. Um, you know, on here, like I told you, I tell you guys, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't know everything about finance by any stretch of the imagination, but I have learned lessons along the way in my you know, six plus years of investing and learning how the stock market works. This is one of them. So a good example, um, you know, I can walk through these quickly, but DoorDash, um, actually we'll start with Airbnb. Airbnb back in June was valued by these investment banks at $18 billion. So off the market, that's what they're writing and they're doing those roadshows, do you remember? And they're trying to get people pumped about buying Airbnb for eight, you know, for a company saying that they're worth $18 billion. Yesterday, pre-IPO day, um, they, these, these shares that went up were then worth $47 billion. So 18 to 47. And then once the IPO was public, a day, so a day into it being public, they were up to $102 billion. So if you're someone who got in on that you know, first public day, the stock that you were paying for was based off a valuation that was way higher than folks that got their hands on um, shares even 
a couple of days ago. So they've do- the stock price has essentially doubled up twice since the valuation was set in June. For DoorDash, is a very similar story. Uh, they went from 16 billion in June to 38 billion uh, on the pre on the basically the IPO day of the day before when those uh, shares were made available to uh, the folks who you know have the connections and have the resources to buy the shares then and then up to 71 billion at the end of their first trading day. So same story. And this is what the guys I'll give, you know, obviously them credit, um, you know, Nick and Jack from uh, Robin hood daily snacks, they called it the double, double. Uh, it's true. They, you know, the valuation doubled twice and um, it's wild to see, but now it, I think the key here is, you know, again, like I talk about on here, I'm not into the short-term trading as much as some people are. I'm definitely more, thinking about things long-term and letting them play out over the long-term. And if you are someone who is in that same boat, um, you know, jumping in the day after it went public could be fine. Now, the, 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 usually the key question is if an IPO pops this much, the question always becomes right away, will it stay there? Was there way too much excitement behind it? And do their financials back these uh, valuations up? If, if not, does that mean their stock price is going to come crashing down? These are all the questions that, to be honest with you guys, I haven't done the research to have my own opinion on. Um, I haven't looked at their balance sheets um, or their S1, which is all public, things that you guys can go look at now and make your own valuation. But the biggest thing is, you know, don't follow the hype. I think that's what I got burnt on back in the day was just following the hype, um, buying because it was the cool thing to do. um, And I wanted to get my hands on a cool company that I was behind. Now, there's nothing wrong with buying a company that's cool that you were behind. That's actually what I, I push people to do because I think you're more inclined to follow their news, to stay involved with them, all that. But you need to not follow the hype. You need to understand the underlying health of a company because at the end of the day, you're not buying into hype. You're buying, you're buying a company, right? You're buying shares of a public company. So do your due diligence as always. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to my first IPO episode. I think you guys will really enjoy that one. Um, and I hope this was helpful. It's just a little insight into what's been going on. Um, a little insight into my two cents around IPOs. Um, you know, you can make a lot of money off of them. You can lose a lot of money if they go the other direction. I've seen both and obviously both happen all the time. Um, and then, you know, really, uh, just make sure you're doing your due diligence. Like I always say, you want to diversify, you want to do your due diligence and, uh, make sure you're doing both of those things. Both of those things are important. And, um, those are what will drive success over the long term, is my belief at least. So good luck. If you are someone who knows someone who got early shares in either of those two companies, congratulations. Um, I'm always excited to see companies um, you know, who are at once a startup, who have worked and grind, grinded and grown, and are uh, you know, major players in different categories uh, see success. I think that's, you know, that's the American dream. That's cool shit to see. Um, you know, one thing just before I let you go, uh, that I thought was really interesting was, you know, and this is some of the due diligence you should do, but I just looked quickly and glanced was, uh, the market cap, like I said, for, um, uh, for Airbnb, uh, I was just looking earlier, it's come down some, but their market cap was, I believe it was right around, um, $80 billion right now. So $87.8 billion as of right now. Um, they are over double what Hilton and Marriott's market caps are. So that's pretty nuts. I think that was that was a big question I was reading a lot in the news is, 
you know, where were people going to value something like Airbnb versus, you know, one of the major hotel chains. Now, obviously the major hotel chains have taken a beating since COVID. So I think that's a big driver and we've seen people switch to Airbnb, but to see their valuation be double, um, it's pretty insane. I think the question is, will it stay that way? Um, Will the hotels maybe see some increase from this um, just because if people are valuing Airbnb, could people think hotels are undervalued? I think that's another question. Um, lots to lots to see and unwind over the next couple of weeks. Now that Airbnb is public and out into the open, um, you know, public markets, uh, it's going to be exciting to see what happens. So always exciting when new companies come in and go public. It allows us to have another data point to see, um, you know, what people believe in, what people, where people think the hype is, all that fun stuff. So thank you everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, shorter, but hopefully insightful episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. I always appreciate you guys listening. Um, as always, check the show notes. Um, there's always a couple things in there uh, with Robinhood investing, my own stock market tracker, whoop. Um, and there's some, maybe some surprise links. Check it out. And um, those are always great places. If you like today's episode, please share it out with your friends. Um, you know, that helps more than anything uh, is just sharing it out, telling someone about the podcast. So thank you very much. And I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. All right. Well, I will talk to you all soon on another episode. I got some great guests we're launching soon that I can't wait to share. All right, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend and a great day. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.